This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. This morning, Health Minister and Deputy Premier Christine Elliott announced $68 million for small and medium-sized hospitals in Ontario. The province says this includes an increase of 1% for 65 small-sized hospitals and 1.5% for 23 medium-sized hospitals, as well as targeted funding to assist with unique situations. The announcement was made at Casey House, a hospice which was one of the first facilities to focus on AIDS patients, and it will get an additional $86,000 as a result of this. So how is this going to help end hallway health care in general? Minister Christine Elliott joins me now. Hello, how are you? Hello, Libby. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. I know that you recently had some surgery, so you're all mended? Yes. Uh, well, I'm still in a cast, but the healing is, is happening. So hopefully I'll... Uh be released from the cast in a few weeks. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. So, uh, first of all, is this all new money that you're announcing today? Yes, this is new money. We have been listening to the uh, both the uh, Ontario Hospital Association as well as many small and medium-sized hospitals who found that the um, actual funding formula that was set up by the previous government put them in a, a structural funding deficit that every year, despite their best efforts, they were still coming up um, on uh, uh, coming up short of money. So this money is going to um, be built into their base now. This will be money that they can expect from year to year that will help them deal with those deficits and be able to provide the care across the province to uh, that people expect and deserve. Uh, without getting into the weeds, how would a funding formula have disadvantaged particularly the smaller facilities? Well, there's a different funding formula for small, medium, and large-sized hospitals. And large-sized hospitals were able to get additional funding because they were able to provide more specialized procedures, uh, advanced cardiac care or um, uh, trauma care, regardless of what it was. So they were able to get additional funding to add to their base funding. The small and medium-sized hospitals, for the most part, just had the base funding. Uh, I didn't have the opportunity to um, embark on some of those more specialized procedures. And so that always put them in deficit year after year. So we're fixing that funding deficit problem and allowing them to um, plan for the future and be able to provide the uh, the care and innovation that we want to see across the system. But I think in, in general, there's a move that for specialized uh, services that you really want to go to hospitals that have expertise in that rather than, than having every hospital provide every service and some that they may only do occasionally. Absolutely. We know that not every hospital can provide um, all of those services, nor do we expect them to. They are expensive to provide, and you want to develop that skill and expertise, as you say, to make sure that people get the best possible care. We want to continue to fund those hospitals that do those procedures, of course, 
But we also want to make sure that the smaller hospitals, the small and medium-sized ones, have adequate base funding in order to care for the people in their communities. So that's really important. You seem to be, the government seems to be making these announcements kind of in, in, in little dribs and drabs. Is, what's the reason for that? Well, part of it was to um, take a look, in this case, was to take a look at the uh, previous funding formula, understand um, which hospitals needed the assistance, and to um, develop a mechanism that would be fair to them and fair to all the other hospitals. And what what part of the province are most of these hospitals in, or are they just generally in uh, smaller towns? They're all across the province. They're in uh, the eastern Ontario, northern, southwestern Ontario, and then there are some even in Toronto, like Casey House, that's receiving $86,000. Um, the Salvation Army Grace Hospital is also receiving $143,000. And Holland Bloorview Children's Hospital is going to receive $510,000, which will really help them with their bottom line. And uh, back to my original question, how will this go to uh, ending or helping to end hallway health care? Well, it will have a, uh, a result in, in the sense that they will have that um, additional funding in order to maximize their operations hopefully be able to help people move out of the hospital um, faster to get more into the home and community care settings that they need. But it also goes along with what our overall transformational plan is to make sure that we can bring our healthcare system into the 21st century and, and to be able to make sure that we provide care, um, whether it's in the hospital or at home. We know that it's not always necessary to provide the care in the hospital. We have also uh, portioned $155 million in new funds for additional home care supports because we know that people want to be at home as soon as possible. That's better care for them. It's where they want to be. And uh, that's how we uh, can help move them from hospitals and, and end the overcrowding situation that we see so that we can um, bring in more patients and not have them treated in hallways, but in actual hospital rooms. Uh, I, I actually have a, a question about a home care. This is just completely anecdotal, something that happened to a, a friend of mine just, just last week. Um, okay. She uh, she had a double mastectomy, and she was in the hospital uh, only overnight, which is fine. However, normally, I know that for years, you have to have your drains uh, cleared, and, and uh, you know there's a learning curve for what your family members have to help you with, but in, in previous years, uh, at the beginning of that homestay, a nurse would visit at home. Well, apparently, that's been cut. She, like a, a day after that surgery, had to go to the nurse and, and said that that was the result of cuts. No, that would not be the case. We are actually adding more money to health care. We're putting in $1.3 billion more. We're, we've added um, $384 million to hospitals. Uh, for their operations, uh, plus the $68 million that we announced today, $155 million more in home care. What we want to do is to integrate that care to make sure that by the time your friend left the hospital, for example, that she would know who was providing home care, what services would be provided, and when they would be provided. So we well, are. She was told she had to, to go to the nurse, care. that the nurse would not come to her. 
Well, that's not the way things should be, and that's not the goal that we are, are aiming for. We are in transition right now. Uh, we have the first uh, local Ontario health teams being fully assessed right now. We have 31 of them, and the expectation is going to be that in order for them to be approved, they will need to follow the patient, not the other way around, to make sure that patients get the care they need once they're out of hospital as well. Okay, well, maybe that is something to follow up on, because uh, I was disturbed when I heard that. Yes, well, I am as well, and I will follow up on that, so thank you. Okay, Christine Elliott, Health Minister and Deputy Premier, thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you, Libby. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.